Society's family unit is in crisis as less and less people are making the commitment of a lifelong partnership together. It has been normalized, encouraged, and easier than ever to just throw in the towel when the going gets tough. With time and a premium, start by spending 20 minutes per week gaining thought-provoking inspiration towards a journey of self-improvement, ultimately improving your marriage, your family, your health, and your home. What we are going to talk about today actually is quite relevant and timely to what we're going through now. Um, and that's going to be, we, we've talked about parenting previously in other episodes, but we're going to go a little bit more specific into parenting a preteen, which we have now, evidently. Yeah. I didn't know preteen was a thing for a long time. Really? I, I, what, what does preteen mean? What age is that? Well, it probably differs quite a bit. Yeah. Right. It's not just a one size fits all, but um, question for you is, have you ever had a question from your child that you weren't prepared for? Yeah, I, I can see a lot of people nodding. I can hear it. We've said this before, but parenting is, is hard. It's not easy, especially if you're a good parent and you want to do the right things. It's, it's not easy. So what's the hardest age, um, to parent? whatever age they are right now. <laughs> right. That's the right answer. Whatever I'm going through right in this moment. Um, but infants get a bit of a bad rap, you know, oh, you're never going to sleep again. Well, that's not true. Uh, you heard about the terrible twos, um, which also I don't feel like is entirely true. Um, you hear a lot about teenagers, um, especially when they're early in their teenage years. Because uh, they know it all. They've got it all figured out. They don't need you anymore, ever. <laughs> right? Uh, but what about preteens? You know, you don't hear much about preteens. Um, life seems busier than ever these days. And we feel like parenting in some ways, not every way, but parenting in modern times is a little bit more uh, complex. I wouldn't say harder, but probably more complicated than it used to be. There's more that you need to worry about these days yeah see i had it in the right place I and know, you start jackpot i know <laughs> no trust um, world, I guess. so That's... like we said we've discussed parenting before um so we're kind of i don't think we're at this stage yet so mm-hmm. our daughter is nine and a half um so i think as she gets a little bit older she, they, she might start to act out a little bit because our advice isn't needed or wanted, but I think right now we're still at a good place to where, um, she takes our advice. Mm -hmm. She pushes back. She's master negotiator and she always has to have the last word. But I think when, (laughs) I think when it comes to, to the real topics of life, um, I think that she, she, she still values our opinion. And I think she listens, um, to most of what we say. Yeah. She, she listens for about two seconds and then you get that like far off <laughs> stare and she's like where's that picking her lip and you're like are you are you still here yeah but she definitely wants to establish her independence like any preteen would yeah. so we're considering nine and a half preteen which i do want to say um <clears throat> that that can differ and i think it differs because of when your child begins to go through puberty 
Um, so which changes. Is, changes, which is such an uncomfortable conversation, even for us um, to share publicly. Um, but I think that we are hitting that early stage, early stages yeah. of, of those changes and things happening. Um, but the biggest thing to remember is that we are not their friend. No, so. we are their parent first and foremost, mm-hmm. always will be. It means you'll have to be the, the, the bad guy once in a while, um, probably more often than you bad would like. Person. <laughs> bad person. I'm sorry. Let's be equal here. Um, <laughs> But our experiences with, you know, the preteen kids. So we've had questions we didn't expect. There's been a potential spam call coming through. It's total spam. There's nothing potential (laughs) about it. So um, basically, yeah, I I think that we've seen some uh, physical changes that, you know, that KJ is starting to go through maybe a few mental, you know, things that, mm-hmm. that are kicking in. We don't want to air all of have. her stuff on no, no, no. publicly, um, but I think just with the conversations that I've had with friends with kids around the same age, we're kind of all in the same boat. Yeah. It's here. in the same. <laughs> it seems way too early it to me. It seems too way early. too early. I was not ready for another 10 years <laughs> yeah. maybe for this type of conversation. Exactly. But I think the oh. best thing that we've done is we have educated ourselves. And I want to say yeah. probably re-educated ourselves because yeah. obviously we both went through puberty. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what? But, this is news to me. I know, but, you know, having... I was born with a beard and the whole... <laughs> having been through it, you know, for the last, what, 24 years <laughs> and stuff, you know, things just kind of, it, it just is whatever. So you kind of want to re-educate yourself and... Yeah um, bring it back down to their level, especially when it comes to their age, you don't want to overdo it. Um, so you want to make sure that you work as a team, Mm -hmm. you know, so that we re-educate ourselves, but then educate our child in a way that we are both clear where, where we stand. Right. Well, and I think we make a good team too, because we have both perspectives of, you know, whichever kid you're dealing with, they want to hear, you know, dad's perspective and mom's perspective and in different ways. There are things that KJ is comfortable going to Allie about because she's a girl and there's things she feels more comfortable coming to me about. And there's things she doesn't want me to know. Um, (laughs) Quite honestly, she's probably not entirely wrong, Uh, (laughs) but in general, you need to get clear on what are your rules? What are your boundaries? Um, what are your beliefs and why do you believe them? Because if you have a strong-willed child, um, like we do, they question everything and they need rationale. They need reasoning behind it. Just telling them, this is, this is what you should believe there. Well, no, why, what, why do you believe that? Why should I believe that? And they can form their own opinions too. This is not to say that you need to force it on them. Um, but help them be informed and they can make some of their own decisions um but there are things that our parents didn't have to deal with in the past i mean these days it's really hard to keep your kids sheltered from certain messages whether it be on social media tv you know just going on youtube um you can go down rabbit holes of different stuff or you know even at schools now i mean there are things that kids get 
exposed to, whether it be certain words, whether it be certain topics that you just are not ready to deal with. Are Mm -hmm. you clear on those? Do you know where you stand? I know we weren't, um, still probably aren't on certain things, but um, as they come up, we discuss them and make sure we're on the same page. Because I think fundamentally, you and I have the same beliefs and we're on the same page, but we've just never had to like to think about it like think that. about it and and voice it when questioned i guess yeah. by our daughter <laughs> yeah and, and when we say like house rules what are some punishments and rewards so if your kid is getting onto things on oh i don't know online midnight yeah <laughs> when they should be in asleep and they're getting into things they shouldn't be getting into what what do you what do you do what's your punishment I mean, what's your reward if they do follow mm-hmm. directions too? Don't just focus on the punishment. We tend to do that a little bit. Yeah. But do you have these open conversations? And do your kids feel comfortable coming to you with problems? Are are you comfortable? I know we weren't, but um, mm-hmm. we had to put on a face that we're united front mm-hmm. and we know what we're talking about. You fake it till you make it. And then a little later, you're like, what the hell was that? <laughs> I would... I didn't, I was just pulling that out of my butt. I didn't know what to say, but. And we've said this before. We're not helicopter parents. No, they need space. Mm -hmm. They need room to grow and make some of their own decisions, but you definitely still have an influence and do it now Mm -hmm. because pretty soon you're going to have a smaller and smaller (laughs) amount of influence. Start at preteen because if you wait till they're a teenager. I hope you didn't totally wait till preteen, but (laughs) hopefully you started laying some groundwork earlier. But yeah, yeah, it it was very different when we were kids though, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, oh my gosh, what are we called? The latchkey? Latchkey kids? Is that what you call Well, technically you're, you're still definitely millennial. I'm kind of on that cusp of latchkey kids with gen x yeah so so we were you know we had much more time every day with teachers or daycare friends Mm. and things like that so a lot more different yeah a lot more different experience you know we homeschool our daughter so we have a much larger influence on her um as a child than our parents did on us because we're literally together 24 7 (laughs) but it's worth it in the long run. Um, so like we said, you know, we had a lot more time with other influences around us, but you know, kids these days have a whole lot more activities than we ever, you were lucky to have one, maybe two, Mm -hmm. um, as a kid, like uh, structured, like activities that you paid for that you went and saw other people as part of an organization it wasn't just with neighbor kids, you know, going and finding something to do, mm-hmm. which I don't think is all bad or all good. It depends. I, I certainly enjoyed having more free time to go to the pool or mm-hmm. run around and do whatever I wanted. I think but, there's a balance because we've even discussed yeah. this because the activities that we have Cadence, our daughter mm-hmm. involved in are all girl activities um, between cheerleading and Girl Scouts and things like that. And we'd like to get her involved in more uh, co-ed yeah. type things so that she can understand and see how preteen boys, you know, she's literally never are. around boys her yeah. age right now. Yeah, exactly. If you really think about it. So what are some things mm-hmm. that you can do as a parent to um, kind of open this dialogue when you, when you have a preteen um, and start, start early. Mm-hmm. So some of the things we do family meals, 
Um, so that can be preparing a meal and involving your child, um, but also making sure that it's important that you sit down together and talk about family business. So we sit down every night. Mm-hmm. We have dinner together. Every we turn night. on. We don't have the TV going. Usually yeah. it's music, unless Braden's really being a pill. We may <laughs> give him a show, but he and he still doesn't really watch it the whole time. Yeah. He wants to spend time with us, and yeah. KJ enjoys it. And she's getting to that stage already where everything's lame. Like this is boring. It's, you know, <laughs> I'm over this, but she really does enjoy it. She, you yeah. can you can still tell. Yeah, even though she tries to cover it up. And right now we have our gratitude pumpkin coming uh, that we're working on too. In November, we write every Mm -hmm. night at dinner time, we write what we're grateful for. So that obviously provokes conversation and things like that. Um, But, you know, I mean, we try and make it fun and we discuss our day and, you know, not just always like a to-do list. And Well, and she hears adult conversations now. We obviously censor Mm -hmm. some things, um, certain language she doesn't need to hear, but I would say for the most part, um, I don't know how many times I have to remind mom of her language. KJ goes, mom. Yeah. And uh, she doesn't feel sorry for it. I actually do. I actually feel bad if I let something slip. But anyways, um, I think that it's good. And it's healthy for them to hear some adult conversation and hear how we work things out mm-hmm. and some of the things that we talk about. Now they don't need to be exposed to everything. They don't really care about like it's your funny work the selective hearing that she <laughs> yeah, has because definitely. right now obviously mm-hmm. we're working on house stuff and so we're talking a lot about that and lots of dates back and forth of when is this happening? When is that happening? And she'll be like, wait, I thought blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that's not even what we're talking about, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So she likes sure. to hear those adult conversations and be involved in those type of things, especially when it involves dates and her moving her life, you know? Um, so yeah, family meal. I mean, maybe you can't sit down every night like we do. Um, but if it's more often than not, you're doing something. Yeah, you're doing something right. I think mm-hmm. it, especially if you can fit in lunch sometimes mm-hmm. or a breakfast. Uh, we're not big breakfast people every day, maybe on the weekends a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, you know, try to fit those things in. It doesn't need to be every meal. Yeah. That's that's probably a little bit out of reach. But the other thing is bedtime and good night. We've always been very consistent with bedtime routines with both kids. I think it's really helped. I know some people thought we were crazy and a little too stringent on that. Um, but they have a strict bedtime. Mm-hmm. They, KJ always has. We've always read to her. We have a very similar pattern, um, even today, that we mm-hmm. established a long time ago. And with Braden, we're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And we read together, we bond. And it's really helped, you know, really helped KJ get good sleep um, for the most part. And I think they remember those nighttime routines. Mm-hmm. And in her case, you know, saying goodnight, hugs and kisses. She wants, you know, both of us there mm-hmm. to help tuck in, say goodnight, give her a kiss. Mm-hmm. Lights out. And lights out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very, It's you not know. just like, oh, fall asleep whenever you fall asleep. And no. when I notice you're sleeping, I'm going to come in and turn the light out. No, and, and they know when it's bedtime by doing some of those mm-hmm. same routines. And even when we're not here and we have a babysitter, KJ knows what to do with Braden to help him get to bed. Yeah. You know, and she knows the value of that. 
Yeah. One thing that we maybe aren't so much doing with Brayden because he gets a lot of time, but especially with preteen, I, I want to try and establish more special time with cadence. And that's just not mommy daughter. Like it, it should also be daddy daughter time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, that could be as simple as her and I going to target together. And she says something Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad we had this time together. Or this afternoon we were working on a craft together while Brayden was taking his nap. And he was like, at least we got some time together. Like, you know, she says that she Mm -hmm. loves that. She, you know, she craves that. It doesn't always have to be me and her and her brother, you know, doesn't always have to be a big excursion or a big expense, Mm -hmm. a big event, you know, exactly. So that, that type of thing, definitely stay involved, you know, be interested in what, what they're doing (laughs) so um feels weird we have to say this i know right you know for example cadence is in cheerleading right now Mm. we're just finishing up the season and um i'm interested in that like it's not just i drop her off at cheer and she goes off and does it and then i pick her up it's like no okay when we get home what'd you learn show Mm -hmm. us you know what do we need to practice you know how can i help you and things like that um, so obviously showing interest in, in what they're doing and, um, in return, you're able to open that discussion of like, who are their friends and yeah, you really need to be in the know on that stuff mm-hmm. because you can't control who their friends are necessarily, but you can certainly influence it and help guide them a little bit. Um, and, and they'll feel more connected because you know who their friends are. That's one of the best ways to stay close to them Mm -hmm. um another thing is to manage the electronic devices and this is probably the biggest thing that is different nowadays Mm -hmm. versus when we were kids Mm -hmm. and we've we've so we're still learning we're definitely catching up (laughs) we're way behind but (laughs) you you need to put parental controls on devices on social media websites they can visit um support your kids of course but you need to help them understand what's appropriate and what's not. They don't really know still. Um, I know at preteen age, especially, they can be very mature and very ahead on certain things these days, especially more so than we were. There were things mm-hmm. we didn't know till we were out of college. I mean, KJ even asked to have coffee recently. It was like, <laughs> I don't even think I knew what coffee was till at least high school. I mean, I knew what it was. She but makes I, my coffee. I did, yeah. <laughs> I, but I mean, there's a number of things that they're way behind on too. And there's some gaps in there that it's hard to tell mm-hmm. where they're at. So yes, you need to let them explore and learn and grow on their own. But Which I think we did. They we, need some guardrails. We trusted in her with electronic devices until she mm-hmm. broke that trust. We set the rules. We had the technology agreement, okay, which is available in another episode. So we set the rules. It was not, oh, here, do whatever you want, and we'll tell you when when you do something wrong. No, we set the rules, and then she broke the rules, and therefore, it is much stricter now, (laughs) much more strict now. So, you know, her parental controls, I mean, were, were good before you know but now they're even more like she literally cannot open her computer without me knowing um it pops up on my phone well and heck there's even (laughs) stuff they can have open access on netflix to see that they shouldn't see there's some violent and just Mm -hmm. really kind of rough stuff for a kid that age and i saw that stuff as a kid 
not going to say it broke me or anything, but I probably shouldn't have been seeing some of the things I saw in second, yes. third grade, you know. Yes. And so, we're starting to get to that point where we're having to have conversations and help her understand what's appropriate and what's not. Yeah based on our views and beliefs mm-hmm. does that make sense she can make some decisions herself mm-hmm. um, but above all we really think you need to make sure your kids are comfortable sharing their feelings their thoughts we've always been big on that we we will continue to do that with Braden as he gets older mm-hmm. uh, they need to know where something, the line is some I mean and, some things that she shares you're like Oh, I didn't need to know that. But then in hindsight, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm glad that you shared that with me. I'd rather her share it. I'd rather you overshare than undershare. (laughs) Yeah. At least I can. In our little house, we're very much overshare. (laughs) Yeah, probably. That's, I mean, you can have a glass of wine later and kind of get over it. But if she's not sharing, I'd be more concerned. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> especially if you're hearing things from friends or other people and you're like where did that come from yeah what's the um, term we have a naked house <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> maybe Braden at times and <laughs> loves running around but i guess with kj like i don't i don't care if she sees you naked sees me naked that might change with Braden because you don't let kj say you see you naked not entirely yeah anyways that's a whole different <laughs> different ball game i i wasn't planning to go there but you, you just oversharing we're an oversharing yeah. household <laughs> so getting us back on track i think that they need to know where the line is you need to know that too but what happens when they cross it have you figured that out yet do you know what you're going to do if and when because it probably will happen when they cross the line what are you going to do how are you going to follow up if you've set a rule, but you have no idea when you're going to enforce it, how you're going to enforce it. And are you really sure you're going to do it? I mean, there's nothing worse than setting, you know, ground rules and then you don't follow up because then they're just not going to respect you. They're going to run all over you. They're going to laugh at you later. Be like, ha, whatever. You're not going to do anything about it. And without any consequences, they grow up with a major sense of entitlement. Already seeing a lot of that. And we we've encountered this with other adults as they got older and you turn and look and you're like wow you you didn't have any discipline as a kid did you you just got to do whatever you wanted and it's really tough to teach kids how to earn something these days have a sense of hardship we've got it so much easier nowadays um for the most part but it comes with its own other sets of challenges mm-hmm. and they have kids today have way more choices than we did. And that was simpler for us. We knew like, Hey, you don't have cable. You don't have TV. You can't do this Mm -hmm. stuff. You don't have a phone. They didn't have social media. So there was just less distractions. You had to focus on things more. And we all want our kids to have it better than us Mm -hmm. as kids. But did we really turn out all that bad? Terrible. Speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah. We would, we would argue that many of the hardships that we experienced as kids made us who we are today and we wouldn't change it. We wouldn't change it for anything. Absolutely. So today's call to order to wrap up is to just be there for your kids and get involved. Make sure that you aren't offloading the parent responsibilities on teachers, coaches, other family members, 
be their parent and you'll you will see the rewards later. So kids don't always appreciate what they have until they get older. Um, and you need to remember to do what's best for them in the long term and not what is easy for you in the short term. Make yourself proud and make them appreciate be, make them appreciate being a great parent. Being a good parent doesn't mean doing what's easy or popular. If you're ready for your marriage and family dynamic to thrive and not just survive, all it takes is 20 minutes or less joining us each week. It begins with a journey of self-improvement while you sit in the carpool lane, commute to work, squeeze in a workout, or get halfway through folding that laundry pile. Be sure to check out the blog at thefamilyorder.com and follow us on social media at The Family Order. If you're ready to start your journey, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss new episodes 